In this bonus episode, I'm talking to Alice Semi, who's a versatile music producer. We'll be talking about his own music and about production more generally. Enjoy. I hope you don't take this as flattery, um, but I guess for where you're at right now, I think you're my favorite electronic producer, if you would take that category. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, yeah. I don't know. I don't fall under a category yet. I just like to call myself Mm. a producer because I like to do like a mix of everything. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I barely release my shit, but I I, like, I spent half my days like trying to make like Pierre beats and then the other half of the day trying to make the most insane like Sophie sounding like bubbly synth shit like ever. Mm. And that's kind of what I like to do is just, I don't, I don't, my discography is going to be, also am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah, no, you're good. Okay, my discography is going to be fucked. Like, it's going to be a mix of everything. Like, I'm never going to be known as, like, a specific, like, like a trap artist or, like, an EDM artist. I just like making, like, everything. Well, you've repeatedly said you're not a rapper, so I'd hope you're not a trap artist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not... I, so I used to do vocals, and then I just kind of... I, I hate my voice, and I just couldn't mm. do it anymore, and I was like, this sucks. So I went to producing, and now I'm happier. But I mean, like, you can still be, like, a trap producer. Just making, right. like, yeah. tight beats. And I don't really like being known as that. That shit kind of sucks. I just I just practice that a lot because I get paid a bit for doing, uh, like, making beats for kids. That's fun. <laughs> Is your goal to do it, like, full-time? Um, Is that what you would like to do? So far, yeah. I've only been doing music. Well, I've always liked music, like... Like, years ago as a kid, I would, like, play on GarageBand for hours, and I was like, I want to be a DJ, but I've only been doing this since, like, last August, and it's kind of the first time where something's been like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I love this. I'm having so much fun right now. So, I kind of want to do it. Yeah, go ahead. I kind of want to do this for... It's kind of... What I'm trying to say is, like... This is the first thing that's like it clicked and I'm like, oh my God, I love this. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I don't know if this is still just a phase, but like there's, there, I've, I've had a lot of different phases, but this is the one where I'm like, this might be what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if this is something you've been doing for a long time because you've kind of like, while you don't release a lot of your stuff, like I've just heard like a lot of the snippets you put out um, and it almost sounds like you've been doing it for a while, which is why, why I was going to ask that question. Cause I had, I had just been under the assumption that you'd been doing this. I don't know for years. No, no, I've been only doing this for like since last August sort of, and I wasn't even like trying. So the, the whole story of how I started music was, uh, my mom. So I always liked like playing with like garage band and shit. And my mom was like, you keep spending your money on, like, clothes and stupid stuff, so you got to buy something that's, like, worth your time. And she's like, you like music? Now buy FL. So my mom made me buy FL. And that's something... That's so funny. It's, it's, a, it's a thing, because not only did I buy FL, but somebody made me buy FL, and it was my mom. But, yeah, <laughs> it was just... It's so weird, and I still don't know why she did this. She was like, well, you got to buy... And this was like three years ago. She's like, you got to buy something that's worth your time. So I bought a fell, and I didn't use it for like three years. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, last year I went back on it and I just started messing around. And slowly and slowly I was like, wait, this is really fun. Right. It's probably facts, though, because you're, you're going to be using FL a lot longer than any of your clothes, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Have you just been exclusively using FL? I know you said you didn't like Audacity. I, well, I, I've never, I don't really use Audacity because I don't record. But uh, mm. I use FL mainly just because I'm so comfortable with it. And I slightly use Ableton and Logic. Like, I'm really mm. not used to them, and I want to learn Ableton because there's so much, like, cool stuff you can do with it. But um, I mainly just use FL. The only time I ever use, like, Ableton, though, is for sound design and making just, like, wild noises. Do you do that for any of your ambient work? So a lot of my ambient work is... <clears throat> well, a lot of the time uh, I do sound design is... a. Uh, stuff with just like making like wild 808s or like really weird like plucky noises all of my ambient work is done in fl and i have a specific like algorithm of i don't want to share it because it's like my secret strategy but i have a i have like a a big giant like uh i don't know what it's called i have this this one dot uh file saved and it's a bunch of different routed plugins so pretty much a lot of my ambient work is um kind of like modulated stuff where i just input different chords and then i it, it kind of goes in and it processes and it comes out really stretched and then after i mess with it a lot but a lot of my ambient work at, isn't like as complex as you like it sounds it's really just like using plugins to modulate and make weird noises are you talking about like how i guess I, it's it almost sounds like you're referring to like an analog model of doing ambient yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like that, not like extreme, but it, it's that in the sense of that I'm taking like a solid, just like uh, like wave noise, and then I'm putting it in to like all the these routed plugins that I have, and then it comes out and it's like crazy, and then I mess with it there. So this is like a separate debate among. My friends and I, I've actually never heard your artist name said. So is it Allosemi or Allosemi? It's Allosemi, but it could be pronounced Allosemi. It's, it, okay. it doesn't really matter. I, I just say call me Allo because it's okay. easier, but Allosemi is what I say. Allosemi is what a lot of other people say. They both work. I was going to say, because we've just been saying it like Allosemi in a, in a bubble. And then my friend one day was like, what if it's Allosemi? And we just... I just, just I, don't know. It, it's just however you pronounce semi. If it's semi yeah, or true. semi. Yeah. I, I, I say d- allo semi because my friend, uh, the, the late and the great semi. Is that, so is that where the name came from? Well, the name, so the name allo semi, <clears throat> I really like the word. So I have a bunch of, I need to, it, it's somewhere, but I have a bunch of words that I just really love. And allo is probably my favorite word. And uh, mm. I originally I was like, well, I, I want to make like an artist name that sounds cool with one of my favorite words. And my my original name was going to be uh, I really liked Aloe and I liked Automatic. And my original name was going to be Alomatic. And then I was like, this sounds kind of corny. So then it went to Alosemi. Mm. And how long have you been working under that name? Has Is this only since you started making music? Like, <laughs> Pro- I guess recently? only since I've been making realish music because... I, so how I started music was uh, when I was just messing around with FL, I just made the just stupid noises with my friends. And it was kind of just an inside joke with my friends. 
until people in the Yunhead server, like the old, old Yunhead server, you know who Yun is, right? I actually don't. Okay, well, Yun is someone who's big within the, um, like, I guess the meme rap community. <laughs> he's, mm. he's, he's a lot out of that now, but he's a big producer in there. And a lot of his fans found my music, my, like, shitty inside joke music. And they started mm. listening to that. And through that, I kind of developed a fan base, but it sucked. Because it was all kids who liked, like, meme music. And I was like, I got to get out of this fast. So then, right. like... I don't remember when this is. I think it was around uh, November is when I switched my name. Last November. Mm. And that's how long I've pretty much been Alosemi. But you're friends with like 33 Green and he's oh, a meme 30, rapper yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He, well, there, she, what is it? She was like a meme rapper. Yeah. We both were kind of. But she just like does a, just kind of like screamy rap, I guess. She doesn't really, mm. isn't really a meme rapper anymore. She just did that at first, and then, I don't know, kind of tried phasing it out. Mm. Well, no. Me and, here's the thing about me and 33 Green. We've been friends forever. Like, she's my best friend, pretty much. Right. And yeah, we, we both met. Can I tell the story of how she met? Or how we met? Yeah, yeah, really yeah, funny. yeah So, ahead. we both used to stream. Uh, we were streamers, like, last January. And um, it was right when the new Animal Crossing was coming out, and I did not have a Switch, so I was playing New Leaf. And as a joke, she raided me because um, she was like, this idiot's playing New Leaf, like, what's wrong with him? And then we just became best friends after that, and then I kind of started doing music, and she followed, and now we're both musicians. Mm. How much... How much do you both collab? Because I've seen like a few things. And <laughs> we, I know you have your combined server. There's there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we always hang out like every day, but we barely collab. Like I'll mm. send her beats, but she, first of all, she she rarely ever makes songs. Like she's not, she, she did music for a while, but she now kind of just does her own thing. Mm. Uh, but I produce a lot. I, she's only, she only has one other song in the work and I like half produce that. Mm. And we mainly just like hang out daily. That's pretty much it. We don't really work on music much together. Now it's just kind of like a friendship. There's no like business to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always kind of been a friendship. At first, I just like I was the beat maker, and she like she was like a better rapper than me. So she's like, let me make you mm. beats, and then you rap on it, and then that was it. But I don't know. She kind of got bored with music, and I don't really drop much either. I kind of just like learn. Right. So we, she just kind of stopped dropping. I think she's working on something right now, but it's been like months. Hmm. I know you said you wanted to get into designing clothes. Like, is there anything oh, yeah. you have in the works related to that? <clears throat> Not right now, but I've always, I've always loved fashion. I um, huge, huge. I was in like seventh grade. I was a huge fashion nerd. I ran a big like thrift shop. And I've always mm. wanted to design clothes, but I'm just so shit with Photoshop. Mm. And yeah, and that's pretty much it. I'm not very artistically talented. Do you think it's artistic talent or do you think it's just like the technical talent? It's It could be the technical talent, but I want to make when I like, I want to be able to like think of designing things, like be able to draw out designs and have these ideas like the fact that I was able to, like, come up with the cover art design is, like, or the, the drum kit design was, like, astonishing right. to me. That was, like, how did I do this? I'm, I'm very, like, 
I'm not good with like graphical design stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I was telling one of the other people who works kind of in the design department at Industry Plant. We were talking about um, we were talking about how a lot of people when they ask me to do stuff, they're just like, I don't know, make something. <laughs> but yeah, like, no, you no. had like a very specific, I don't know, like vision for what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I always when I if I work with a graphic designer, I'm like I I feel bad because I send them so much, but for all the people who just go in and they're like, yeah, make me this. It's you got to give them a good vision. You can't right. go into something with like no idea. Like a lot of the times when people specifically come to ask me for a beat, like this is different, but they're just like, make me a rap beat. I'm like, you got to be more specific on what you want. No, like, I, I, th- I think it's like a problem that just plagues artists like from, I guess, like any genre, if you want to use that word to mm-hmm. describe it. But yeah, yeah. when do you think you'll start making merch? If you think you're going to start making merch? <clears throat> I don't know yet. I... I wanted to do it over some sometime over summer. I'm gonna learn a bunch of design because I have a friend that also is super into designing clothes and they do art, and we're just gonna do that together. So originally the idea, I don't really want to make merch. I more just want to make T-shirts for myself of like just mm. like a little cool PNGs and shit that I'd wear. Because I'm a right. big fan of just white T-shirts with little logos on them. Mm. And I think through that, maybe I'll like, if I can come up with some cool shit, I'll sell it. But right. mainly I just kind of want to like, uh, find out where I can print shirts and then just like send them to my friends. And that's kind of it. Mm. Yeah. There are definitely some, some easy ways to do it. If you just want to do it like between friends and actually we could probably talk about that later. Um, yeah, for like sure. I want it off the record. Cause I, yeah, uh, I'd like to help you out with that. I, if I ever do set up merch, I was like, I'm going to want like someone like you with me to help because you know how to do this stuff and you've got like graphic design talent. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Um, as far as like producing, I know you, you talked a little bit about your ambient stuff, but do you have like a, a set process that you use for producing otherwise? <laughs> um, Not really. I go into every... So... Mainly, it's just me. There's a lot of times where I'm just experimenting, but it's mainly I go in with an idea and I kind of try to recreate it. Like, Mm. I listen to a bunch of music and then I'm like, I want to make this. And a lot of the times I'll just make like, it sounds like an exact copy of that song, but it's mainly just so I can learn how people do that strategy and how Mm. people do this stuff so I can pick it up for the future. Hmm. Do you think you're ever going to go back to doing more of your, I, I guess it would be like Texas style, like bassy sampling. Oh, like funk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Funk. So I, I, that was like a big phase of mine and I don't know if I'll go back to it. I really do. Like I still need to make a song with Zach and Timothy. Like I still need to make mm. one. So I'm probably going to do that eventually where I'll send them over an FLP, but I don't know. I, I'll probably make one more Fonk song. The thing about Fonk, though, is, in my opinion, like, if you're not, like, extremely amazing, like, Zach and Timothy, like, right. you just kind of fall with everyone else because it's really easy to just make simple Fonk stuff because there's no mixing to it, usually. Well, there <laughs> right. is there is mixing, but a lot of it is just, like, layer the loud, like, 808 and just make it distorted. Right. I was going to I was going to say the mixing is almost kind of like anti-mixing compared to yeah. what you do most of the time. Yeah. There is there is a lot of mixing to samples and stuff though. And the right. thing about funk too is I've kind of fallen out of it. I've had a big like strategy on how I mix samples and how I do the 808s and it's just been so long 
But I do want to make, like, one more Fong song with Zach and Timothy. Or just make some, like, a... I don't know, make some maybe boom bappy or, like, Brockhampton-sounding stuff with them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like... I can't speak for Zach. I know. Did you hear the new stuff that Zach came out with? It's not. It's not yeah. at all in that genre, though. It's not, and it's so dope. I love what Zach is doing. He's such a cool dude. I don't. I don't remember how we became friends. I think we were literally just uh, talking in the um, in Timothy's old server, and right. he just DM'd me, and he was like, "Dude, we have to make a song right now." And then that's how we just start like our friendship spark. And he's just such a dope dude. I love him. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of funny because I think I would have. I'm trying to think about the way that I would have found out about you, but I th- I think it must have just been indirectly through Timothy or Timothy's server. I might have clicked on like some self promo. Yeah, yeah. Timothy's server is how a lot I met a lot of people like you. I think um, shit. That's how I met like Timothy, some other people, but. There a lot of people I met through Timothy's server because they were in none of the other servers, and everyone in there was just so nice. Yeah, I was going to say, what a calm server. I mean, it's too bad he got rid of it. Yeah, but it was pretty dead, but like, right. yeah, rest in peace. It was such a dope <laughs> server, though, because in all other servers, like, people would be, like, kind of, like, iffy. Everyone in there was just so welcoming and, like, hello, we're, we're here to be your friend. That's dope. Mm. So I was actually going to ask you about like if you were making a new drum kit but then obviously <laughs> you, oh you yeah have i'm yours. definitely gonna be not for a bit but there will definitely be a, a second deluxe kit eventually a, a second deluxe kit like if mm-hmm. somebody wanted to you know get that like when do you think you're gonna have like a, a link up for it this it's i'm gonna be officially dropping it next friday because okay, okay. what i'm gonna do for the song so how the how i uh I'm gonna drop drum kits as they come out with promo songs where mm. I gather some of like my favorite producers. So I'm just like, use this kit and make a song. And I have mm. half of the beats and I just need the other half and then the song will be up and then the kit will be public. And yeah. Mm. And you just do it all for free, yeah? Yeah, because a lot of people sell kits and there's two reasons why I don't like selling kits. The one reason is they always will get leaked like, I'm right. in a lot of drum kit leak discords just to watch because, <laughs> I don't know, like, everyone's in there. Like, there's a big server. I don't know if I'm allowed to, like, publicly announce it. There's a big server with, like, pretty much every hyperpop prod. And they always, like, all of them are in there just monitoring to make sure no one leaks their shit. But, like, all the time stuff gets leaked. And the other reason for doing, like, free kits is just because, I don't know, selling is just kind of corny. Because a lot of right. these people are just re like just re, re shit recycling noises and selling it for mm. like forty bucks. And I'm like, no, people deserve to have like good solid noises for free, and it's also just fun. I I was gonna say like something that kind of strikes me about all the stuff that you do is you tend not to really gatekeep. Like even when you're talking about doing your merch, you were like, I'm gonna make it super affordable mm-hmm. if I can do it. Yeah, if I'm going to make merch, I'm not going to, like, sell it for, like, a thousand bucks. Or not even, like, pricey. I'm going to be, like, if you are going to go out of your way and, like, buy a shirt that I created, like, I'm pretty much going to give it to you. You just got to pay shipping. Right. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, like, if someone's going to wear a shirt that I want, I'm not going to be, like, well, you got to pay, like, a big amount of money. I'm going to sell it probably for cheap. (laughs) 
So do you, I guess you kind of do use FL exclusively, but are you working on any other projects right now? I don't know if you can like disclose what you're working on with other people. Um, to be honest, not really. I, I, I have like a few smaller collabs that I'm just like working on with just some friends. Right. And um, some other ones where I'm still waiting to get like some stuff back. But right now I mainly am kind of like at stasis with music. Like I've, I've set up, I've made a bunch of like very basic songs that I'm just kind of keeping in a vault right now to, to drop slowly because right now I'm just kind of spending my time learning production and mixing and just understanding all my stuff. Mm. Have you thought about releasing just like a full length project yourself or even just like an EP? I would love to do an EP, but just, I, I would love to, and I'm probably going to do one on an alt account later. I've been working on... I'll just say this because I kind of stopped working on them, but I might continue them. I've been working on like a full length, like ambient piece. And then also like mm. a, uh, a drum and bass style album, like very jungle. Right. And they're all just kind of like basic music, but um, they're all very basic, but they're all like, I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> they're all just <laughs> collections of that style of music that I like making. I think right. eventually when I have a bigger following and stuff i'm gonna make an ep because mm. with how soundcloud works and how being a smaller artist works is you kind of if you gotta release singles when you're smaller from a from a like what's it what's it called a um i don't okay. i don't know a trying to do well scale <laughs> right if you want to like grow and do well you want to release singles because they just do the best because anybody can listen to a single they uh they're easy they're so and so but when you get bigger you want to do like albums and stuff because you need like a devoted fan base or just people who will go out of that way and listen to that full ep mm. so in in kind of the same vein like why don't you release your stuff on all platforms so the reason I don't do that is because I don't know. I just there, there's two major reasons. One is setting up all platform stuff is kind of a hassle that I don't want to deal with right now. I'm just mm. kind of chilling and I don't really care about that right now. And the other half is I don't really view all this stuff on my uh, page as like good enough for that right now. Like I mm. keep a lot of my stuff up. But I, I used to be, like, really bad with this, and I keep a lot more of my stuff up now. But I just am not a fan of um, a majority of my stuff, and right. I don't really want that. Like, I'll keep it on, uh, what is it, SoundCloud? Right. But I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm like, this is not worthy of going on all platforms yet. I was going to say, because I've definitely seen you archive tracks. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole point. I love having an alt now because I can at least like upload <laughs> stuff and people can enjoy it. But because I'm very selective about what I drop because I only like dropping stuff that I, uh, I'm i like, this is perfect. This is definitely good. And then even like after I draw something on my main SoundCloud, I'm like, this is terrible. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think there's anything you would consider like still good that you've posted like I don't know. What comes to mind for me is definitely like warmth and um, warmth. Okay, so warmth. I'm still like this is a good track. When I listened to it, I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. But now when I listen to it, I'm like, it's it's pretty good. I don't I don't dislike it at all. The one that I kind of hate though is my Sebi remix. That was okay. it was it was so quickly pushed out. 
you can tell like I just kind of sped it because I was like I need something to drop now so I just I uh I didn't even think and it was very like pushed out and half-assed and now I'm kind of like I don't know so do you think like I guess the business side of music drives a lot of what you do just because like you have to do it if you want to grow a following so it used to and it was huge on me like numbers and shit and like you have to do well and i'm only gonna drop stuff that does good but now it's kind of more just like personally what i feel like i i'm not gonna i'm only gonna drop stuff that i feel like this is really good like this is something that's worth dropping in my opinion uh, I don't know. I used to be super, like, on the business side. Like, this has to do well and I have to make the next hit. But I kind of just stopped caring about that. <laughs> and it makes everything a lot more easy and happy. <laughs> I mean, like, you definitely spend a lot more time. Well, actually, I don't know if you spend a lot more time than you used to. But I know you definitely spend a lot of time, like, interacting with your fans. Like, how important is that to mm-hmm. you? Well, I don't even, okay, I don't even like referring to these people so as like my Yeah, fans. I was going to say as fans. They're more like your friends, honestly. Yeah, no, pretty much. These are all just people who like, they they listen to my music, but they're all just kind of like, we all like the same thing and we're collectively right. like homies. I don't like, I never view like anyone who listens to my music as like a fan. I kind of just friends with everyone because it's it's a bunch of people who come to like me for the who all like like the same stuff as me and also want to work with mm. me and it's it's awesome and a lot of people too in my community are all cool people like no one's like annoying everyone's chill mm. this is kind of backpedaling but um do you ever think like the original kind of like full version of warmth will come out the original okay so that one i don't even think that there's like the full file i just kind of like I might do something with that. It was very vegan inspired and I mm. might keep going. I need, I don't know if that FLP even like still exists. I have to like dig for that. But I mean, I could possibly work on that because I'm definitely going to use those synth noises again because right. those are like two of my favorite synth noises is the, um, the one hit was, I'll, I'll, it's a secret, uh, it's a secret plugin called Absinthe that nobody knows about. And it's got all these like sci-fi, very 2000s noises. Right. And I love using it because it's got such like, like crazy sounds. And then the other one was this weird ARP that I made. And Mm. it it wasn't even like an ARP. It was just like a weird sequence thing. And those layered together are so cool. Hmm. I'm probably going to do something with that. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So how much do you use like FL, like native plugins? Because I know you definitely use like Serum. Right. Serum I use all day, like every day. I love mm-hmm. Serum. I use I do use majority like stock plugins except for like synths and stuff. Like I use all the I usually use all the like free mixing stuff like Soft Clipper and the like the the parametric EQ. You like a uh, Sound Goodizer? Sound Goodizer. I don't really use Sound Goodizer <laughs> much anymore, but it's still right. a good plugin. It's mainly just for like uh if you really need like like hard hats mm. but i, I was gonna I say just use like serum mm-hmm. i was gonna say i knew some people who use that for like their full mixing and it was, it was, it was yeah like... <laughs> it's mainly only like for hyper pop shit like you can only mm. do that if you're trying to do like stock glitch core because it's just so like <laughs> like 
Soundgoodizer is cool, but like a lot of people overuse it and they don't understand how compression works. And then it's right. just like you can hear their fan at almost full volume, like in the in the mix of the song. It's just like, okay, you know. Have you ever thought about making that type of music like yourself? <laughs> like hyperpop stuff? Yeah. I mean, I do. I make a lot of like Lich Corey kind of beats and I love right. I love hyperpop stuff, but that community is trash. <laughs> and there's a lot of cool people in it. Uh, and it, it it makes a lot of cool music, but I don't know. I've tried mixing my vocals like that too and I just don't like it. I don't really do vocal stuff anymore. It mm. just came out kind of eh. Yeah, when was when was the last time you messed with your own vocals? Probably like I there's a lot of times like probably like a month ago because I there's times where I'm just like I'm going to try something with my vocals like adding a bunch of effects and I'm just like nope, I still hate it. There are a hmm. lot of reasons though like vocals drive songs and I do want to like I need more people to get that can like sing on my stuff. And uh, right. I also want to try experimenting with like like Porter Robinson's like you know his like very like vocaloidy like text-to-speech style singing stuff right yeah some of his older songs i do want to try experimenting with that sometimes because that is really fun and with a lot of effects it can come out dope and i also Mm. my school has a talk box like a classic (laughs) talk box and i want to try like using that that's funny do you use any other uh like analog equipment i only have my uh just no i i don't use I, I was saving up for a synthesizer, but I don't know what happened there. I, I hopefully will get one, like, eventually, because I really want one. But mm. I only have a MIDI keyboard right now, and that's it. Yeah, I was going to say, what's your setup? Do you have, like, monitors and, uh... I, don't I know, have a, yeah. two monitors and then just a keyboard right next to me that has a drum pad with it. It's an Akai uh, MPK, and it's it's really good, but yeah. Is is that one of the tinier ones or is that a full size? No, that that's like a full size one. It's the two forty nine. It's the forty nine okay. keys and it's like huge. Hmm. I I was gonna say because my first one was like a, I think it was like a, LPD or LDO eight, and it's like literally just eight pads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. My friend like, like the yeah, go ahead. the MPK mini things. Those things are so small. <laughs> They're, they're honestly not very good though they don't have like <laughs> they don't have structural integrity like i almost they're broke so mine cheap a few yeah, times. yeah i think that yeah i think i got mine for like 15 bucks which is crazy is, actually like pricey though and it's it is some of the keys feel kind of like cheapish like they do not feel nice to play but this thing has been solid and it's it's pretty good for because it's got what's it called um i don't remember what it's called but it's like when you press harder it's louder um, uh I guess volume. Yeah, I think it's like Vo- it's pressing velocity. velocity. Yeah, it's some velocity. velocity. It's I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it it's got that. <laughs> I do. I probably will eventually. Like I want to get a synthesizer first, so I can make all my own noises, and I can also like hook up pedals to it and stuff, and mm. all that, and loop stuff. But eventually, I'm, I'm gonna get like a full like piano MIDI keyboard. Like do you have like a particular? Thing. Yeah, do you have a particular analog that you're looking at? I'm looking right now. It was the Minilog XD the, by Korg. Okay. Because it's the Korg Minilog is a super dope um, synthesizer. 
And the Minilog XD just has more effects and another oscillator and some other stuff. And I was just like, I need this. Mm. So you're it, interested it, actually in like the analog technology, not so much like, I know a lot of people get into analog for like the historical. So you're not looking at like, mm-hmm. you're not looking at like a, like a Moog synth. No, I'm not really looking at a synthesizer for like, cause I don't, when I, I first of all, I love synthesizers and I just don't have that money. If I right. would, I would like own like a bunch of things just for the different kind of sounds they make, like all the old like the Prophet and the Jupiter, mm-hmm. or not the the Juno. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretty much just want this one because there's a difference when using Serum. It's not fun to make noises because it's just twisting knobs with your mouse. It's a whole nother experience to have a genuine synthesizer and be able to like play with it on the spot. Like that is so fun. Because sound design in Serum, like, by, like, turning stuff with your mouse and stuff can be, like, eh, but it's not exciting. Being able to have hands-on with turning all the knobs and stuff is, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Mm. So, you would say that you like it just for, like, the feeling of it. Yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say more, I just, I just want to be able to make those sounds. I I want to be able to have a hands-on thing, Yeah. So you think you get kind of like full control or you, th- you think mm-hmm. you get better control over the sounds? Yeah, yeah. What it's other artists have you been listening to recently? A lot of... Who have I been listening to lately? A lot of Volant. Oh, no. Who I've been listening to a bunch lately is Catronata because okay. I love their drum style. <laughs> I like, love... Like, I. Yeah, like new or old? Uh, Just a mix of both. Like... Okay. All their stuff because the way they do their desyncopated drums and their phaser drums and just how they play is so crazy to me. I love it. <laughs> Are you a Drain Gang fan? Of course. <laughs> I've been listening I, to the the new Blady a bunch lately and it's cool. Is is he your favorite out of them? Um, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite. It's pretty good though. The new album is like very good. But I wouldn't say it's my favorite. No songs like super like stick with me. Mm. But I could listen to the album like a lot and I'd enjoy it. I just put it on in the background. Right. Are there any other like artists who are like particularly inspiring to you? I know you mentioned Vegan. Vegan is a huge inspiration to me. Like all his drum styles and his synth styles, I super picked up from that. Aphex Twin is like right. my biggest inspiration. Um, I don't know. Pretty much they're like the two major and then Yunhead because he's the dude who, uh, so Yun is like a few months older than me and how I started music like officially is because I saw what he was doing and I saw the level he was at and I was like, I could do this. And so Mm. I kind of like got off my ass and just started making stuff. And he's probably like the biggest inspiration because he's the reason that I even like make anything. Was it just like seeing that you could do it? Mm-hmm. It was just like it was just like there's no way that he's this young and can do this. Like I gotta do this, mm. and yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Like, how instrumental has the internet been for your production? Do you think you would have even been able to get into all this without the internet? Um, dude, no. Having like Discord pretty much carried my career because. <laughs> <clears throat> it it just I I before I even made music I just kind of liked being friends with everyone, like I've always just kind of viewed life like I'm just just be nice to everybody and people will be nice back and just be chill with everyone, 
And that mm. really helped when I started making music, like the amount of like quick support that came in, I was like, holy shit, okay. Like this is this is weird. This doesn't feel right. Because I've I I like years ago I put out a song when I was like ten that I made on GarageBand and I remembered nothing happened to it and I was like, well, you know, this is kind of expected. And for the first time it was like people are listening to this and enjoying it and it's like not just like two people. I was like, okay, shit, this is like working. So would you say like it's a it's primarily relevant for like motivating you? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like if if I didn't have like all the people, like the fact that I can wake up and there's people who are like listening to my music that I talk to that are actively doing that. I'm like, yeah, I need to make more. This is fucking awesome. Mm. So, so, so yeah, it is something that actively just kind of drives you. Mm-hmm. Would you say like for like, I guess in terms of, I'm, th- I'm thinking more about like the technical side of it. Do you think like it would have been possible to do what you're doing like without the internet? I was gonna say because like probably not. I was like, gonna say because like the cost of all this stuff would have been. I think mm-hmm. I think actually the the cost of like synths way back in the day was kind of crazy. Yeah, they were they were still pricey as hell. Like I would not be able to without the internet and stuff. I would not be able to make like as good shit. Like definitely having access to all this stuff has been like amazing. <laughs> How do you think your music's kind of evolved over the past year? <clears throat> Mainly just starting being like trap, then going to funk, and then just kind of becoming, you know, whatever I feel like. It, mm. it, it was two big phases of trap and funk, and then through that, I kind of just, now I kind of do everything. Like, I do a mix of, like, bouncy stuff, and then I also do edm stuff, and then just some experimental shit along the way. Do you know how to like uh do you know how to play any instruments? I do. I I uh, I can play piano and I'm not amazing at piano, but like I can play a bunch of songs and that's how I usually come up with my melodies is just messing around. Do you know like theory at all? Uh or is, I, or is it all just like, I know technical? theory. I know theory, but a lot of it is kind of like it's been a while since I learned it, and I a lot of stuff stick with me. Like I know my scales and shit, and how mm. stuff works. But yeah, what when did you learn piano? Uh, literally this January is when I got a piano, and Jeez. I just I've just been practicing ever since. Wait, how old are you? I'm fifteen. That okay, that's crazy. I would have sworn yeah. you're like 17, 18, 19. A lot of people, I sound a lot older and I look a lot older, but yeah, I'm 15. That's pretty crazy. So, so if this is where you're at now, like you, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, you got like a lot of time. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole point I've been doing music too. Is I'm like, I'm gonna learn all this shit when I'm young. So when I'm like 20 and stuff, I'm like professional and that's why i'm spending a lot of my time just learning right now is there's a big part of being a producer where you got to spend like three years just learning stuff and i always like messing around and making shit but you just got to get the boring work out of the way and understand what you're doing because that's that's the the difference between like a producer who's just like 
I've got the rhythm in my head, and then somebody who knows their mixing and their sound design is like giant. Hmm. And it's kind of crazy, actually, that you're looking that far forward. Because I know, like, even for myself, when I when I was in high school, it would have been like, like all the music stuff I did in in terms of FL was just just I think just messing around. It's that's pretty much all I do still. And a few months ago, <laughs> it was mainly just messing around. I kind of just do the same thing every day. And mm. sometimes learn new stuff. A lot of my music is I just... So there's a forest near my house, and I go hang out in that forest for like three or so hours and just listen to a bunch of music. And then I get home, and I'm like, I want to do this. And like, I'm going to try recreating this. And that's how I learn about, like... That's how I learn a lot of my shit. Mm. So, so it's kind of just like learning through recreating, because that's something I've heard actually from somebody who does like graphic design. Like, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like... I showed him the you know, kind of that PlayStation disc from yesterday. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how he learned how to, he like he learned everything he knows about designing literally from it, just like trying to like re-mock up covers for oh, other that's things. that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I work. How I do everything is I just listen to a bunch of music and I'm like, I'm going to make something like this. And then I just spend like three days learning that exactly until I master it. And I'm like, cool. Hmm. Like, I spend a lot of my time now just, like, I listen to a genre, and I'm like, I'm going to learn how to master this. And I watch a bunch of videos and then just, like, practice, practice, <laughs> practice until it's perfect. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the next thing. Hmm. And it goes so, a long uh, way because that comes into, like, the total stuff. Because there's a little bit of, like, every genre in my work. Right. Like, I was going to say, you've done a lot of genre blending. Like... Mm-hmm. would you would you ever get into i i think you've actually like sampled classical music at least on your like uh i don't know if you would call it like a spam account i don't know what word you used your alt yeah my alt yeah i don't, I don't know which one did i sample classical it might have oh. been like chanting of some sort like monk chanting i'll have to find uh, it though i think I'll, I'll i'll remember later but yeah a lot of my i love learning genres to bunch it because a lot of so in the middle of warmth there's those little clicky noises it's mm-hmm. like sounds like bongos those were that was made on a funk track like a few months ago like it was a total funk loop that i just had saved and then i was like you know this could go awesome here so this song from this like hard ass funk song is now on this like happy go lucky future based song mm. how much do you think you're going to keep like going with I guess that sort of sound or do you think or do you just kind of get bored of things and move on I kind of do I'm not gonna make much future bassy stuff now like I I'll make it I I barely do like that kind of stuff where it's like the dun 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 chords Mm. and they're like all wobbly and I'll make it sometimes because it always sounds good but um I don't know I just I made that one and I put it out there because I was like this sounds good right now I need to drop something and people liked it But there's definitely going to be, like, EDM-y undertones in a lot of my shit. Okay. Is that, like, your favorite type of music to make? Because I actually haven't heard too much of, like, EDM by you. Like, I've heard, like, obviously more, like, jungle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even more just, like, drum and bass, which it would be jungle, too. Um, mm-hmm. Future bass, obviously. But I'm trying to think about what else other than your remix that I, I would, like... Really... Yeah, I make more, I, there's a genre called Bounce, and it's trap with, like, EDM undertones, and it's really, like, 
bounce oriented where it's like super hard side chaining and desyncopation <laughs> where it's like the it makes your head bob like insane and that's a really fun genre to do and that's i'm kind of just making everything now like a lot of my mm. stuff has edme undertones but it also has like trappy drums and i don't know if, if, if something sounds cool i'm just like i'm gonna keep working with this mm. have you thought about doing visuals for any of your music I mean, like, I don't know how you came up with, like, uh, the one that you did from Warmth and whatnot. Um, that was just, that was just, like, a cover. But have you thought about doing mm -hmm. anything? I don't know. Because I don't know if you make, like, it's not typical for people to make uh, music videos for instrumental music. Yeah. I guess Vegan did it. He did. There, there are some ideas I have, like, saved where I'm kind of waiting. For oh, hold on. There's some that I have saved. That I'm kind of like, I, I, I usually just jot down ideas and save them somewhere. And um, mm. that's another thing that Discord's helpful for. I don't have like a journal. I have a private Discord server just for me where I just have like a billion channels saying like music ideas, like video ideas, like try this with <laughs> a kid, like a bunch of just saved shit. And you're just and, the only um, one in there? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much just like my journal. I'm just so used to it that that's pretty much what I use. That's interesting. But, I didn't even know you could just like have. I, I guess it. I guess I. Th I guess you could in theory. I just never. I never conceived of that. Yeah, I don't know why, but I never liked using like normal journals. I just mm. always felt odd with them, and also like a calendar, like a reminder sheet, where I just kind of do this, and I'm like, you know, this works. This is like good for me. Mm. Are you interested in, I guess, like going to school for music at all? Or do you, yes, or do you just I've like being self-taught? Like, I, well, a lot of my stuff is self-taught. Like, right. I always will, it's it's self-taught where I'll also ask for help. Like, a hmm. lot of, like, my early piano learning, like, uh, I so we don't have a traditional, like, music program at our school. We kind of had just, like, jam classes where they're every, like, Friday. And we go in and they're just like, we're going to play a song. And you go and you <laughs> just play that song and it's, like, done. But a lot of that early stuff, like, I'd ask a teacher, like, what's this chord? And they'd be like, there's a chord. And it's like, cool. But a lot of my stuff is pretty self-taught. Hmm. But you want to go to school for music? Definitely. I'm definitely going to want to go to school for, like, like sound design and um, intense stuff. Because there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, self-taught stuff you can learn. But do you also want to get, like, other people's insights and tips and tricks on stuff? And that's super helpful for music. I yeah, I was going to say, I know a lot of people who do, like, especially mastering, like, as a career, which is kind of crazy mm -hmm. that that's just a career in itself. Like, I know a lot yeah. of those people just go to school for that. Or people who I, do, like, films, I know definitely go to school. I want to learn mixing and mastering to a T, but it's so boring. Like, I was like, you could, I could make so much money off of this. And because a lot of people will overpay for good mastering, but it right. is... It's, I've mastered a full song once and it wasn't even good and I was like this sucks this is I don't want to ever do this it's like to a T like pitching and oh it, it's just not fun I've actually heard um, just somebody who's tried it themselves that it's like one of the most time consuming parts of the process which is kind of crazy to me it's it's because good mixing is not just you take the whole vocals and you just apply your effects and it's like good you gotta go in and you gotta chop up where sometimes it's louder sometimes it's quieter sometimes it needs this like a little low end sometimes it needs this 
and it's not great. And I have a friend named Zeno who does it like amazingly, and I don't know how they can do it. They're like, they'll be working on it for like eight hours nonstop. And I was like, how can you do this? It seems almost impossible. Mm. Like, as far as like mixing and mastering, do you do any of yourself at this point? Like, I know you said you're trying to learn to do it, but when you're actually putting out tracks. Yeah, I do a lot of my mixing and mastering by myself. Like, there's there's a lot. I, I, I do very, it's a lot easier with just instrumentals. Like, there's a lot of small stuff you can add in, but mixing, like, instruments is something I'm a lot easier with. Where mixing vocals mm. is a lot different and crazy. Like, a lot of my mixes, like, they're solid. None of my mixing is, like, like amazing. But I, I know how to mix, like, uh, instruments and stuff to where they're not, like, clashing and they sound good. Hmm. As far as, like, if anybody wanted to go listen to your stuff, because, like, I know we've just kind of been talking about it indirectly. Like, is mm-hmm. the only spot to listen to your stuff at right now on SoundCloud? Yeah, it, it's pretty much SoundCloud. And I'm I'm going to, in a few days or so, set up a YouTube for my stuff. Okay. But it's just SoundCloud right now just because it's easiest. Mm, and yeah. maybe eventually I'll set up, like, a band camp. And uh, eventually, eventually, like, when I'm big enough, I'll, I'll get my stuff on platforms. But I want my, like, SoundCloud to do really well first. Because right. here's, here's the thing about platforms, too. A lot of artists are, like, doing, like, decent on SoundCloud. Like, their songs get, like, 5K plays, and they've got, like, 100 sync followers. And they go on Spotify, and then their Spotify's get, like, three plays. <laughs> And it's it's like it's like sad to look at, and that's not somewhere I want to go. Mm. But I don't know. I actually haven't looked into the theory of it too much. But have you ever just thought about like, I don't know, the sooner you start it up, the the more room you have to grow on, like Spotify, for instance. Because I know like a lot of people, um, like even just thinking about, um, I don't know, an example of somebody you would know would be like Red Boy. Um, mm-hmm like kind of like blows up up off of like one track uh on spotify yeah yeah and that's a good thought too but it's also it's just kind of the fact that i don't really want to put my stuff on platforms right now because with with spot with soundcloud it's easy for me to just put something up and i i don't really like it but i keep it up for a bit and eventually i'll private it where spotify is a whole like it's a whole just conundrum and a lot of artists like putting, like, with with SoundCloud, I just kind of put whatever up. With Spotify, a lot of artists just like putting, like, only their favorite stuff up. And I don't mm, really feel yeah. like I have anything that qualifies under that yet. Have you ever thought about doing just, like, an alt account, but just for, like, all plat distribution? I, 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 maybe. Not really sure about that. I, I like just kind of staying on SoundCloud right now because it's super easy. I will hmm. start, like, slowly, like, when I upload more, putting some stuff on Spotify. Like, I think I'm going to put Warmth on Spotify eventually once it hits, like, a good milestone or something. Right. But I, I, I like staying on Spotify right now because it's, it's a lot easier. And I don't know. I haven't set up, like, a district kit yet, and that's a whole hassle right. that I got to go through, and I just got to, like, spend a day doing that. But I'm definitely eventually going to go on platforms soon. Mm. I just, not yet, because I've got a bunch more stuff I'm working on that I need to drop. I only have, like, one song I'd want to put on platforms, and that's Warrant, and that's right. it. So, is it really just, 
not only because you just have one song that you'd want to distribute, but is it just because it's just like such a low priority to you? It it is kind of yeah. I'm not really that like focused on getting my stuff on Spotify yet. I'll probably mm. get warmth on Spotify soon. It's just kind of like I don't know. I like staying on spot. I like staying on SoundCloud right now. And I'm still another big thing about it is I don't want to go into like now. I gotta try and grow my my Spotify because I'm I'm still trying to grow my SoundCloud a lot. And when I want right. to go on Spotify, it's kind of when my SoundCloud is at a good point where it's like it's doing good. Like it's doing like good, good where I can now start focusing on putting it on platforms. So you feel like my focus. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel like it would almost like distract you from working on your SoundCloud stuff too. It, it kind of would. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like putting my stuff on there yet. I like staying on SoundCloud right now. It's a lot easier. Hmm. Anything else on your mind? I know you're a, you're an avid, uh, Roblox player. (laughs) <laughs> yeah a bit it's it's mainly why i've been playing roblox so much is because uh green's computer has been broken for like months now and the mm. only thing they can run is roblox so we're just like you know fuck it we'll play and it's also just one that we're in the server so a lot of people in the server like that's something that like everybody can play so we're just like you know let's play some like shit and like bully children come up on and yeah you play any other games? Uh, I've been playing CS a bit lately with like my friends Inky. I've been playing Gmod and um. Okay. I don't know. I play. I play a bunch of games. I've just mainly been playing Roblox because everybody has it and it's so easy. Right. And I've also been how, playing Minecraft because like everyone has that. How good at CS are you? I am okay. I'm not. I'm pretty good on aim and stuff i'm just i'm just average i'm not bad but i'm not amazing <laughs> do you have like a rank do you do competitive i don't really play i haven't played competitive in like so long and that was on my other steam so i have like no rank on this but i think i'm like rank 11 on this account <laughs> just like normal <laughs> or levels whatever it's called right mm. anything else on your mind other than gaming other than music i was gonna say talking about alt accounts lately i've really wanted to start multiple aliases just Mm. for like a bunch of shit like i want to start kind of like a uh like the porter robinson kind of vocaloid style account based on just like the like texas speech vocal singing i wanted to dedicate an account to like jungle stuff and i also wanted to make an account like dedicated to like super experimental shit because i can't like put that on my main soundcloud and I'm probably going to do this soon because I just, I don't know. It's, there's something super fun about having like a bunch of aliases. Right. I was going to say, dedicated. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think like even Aphex Twin has like many aliases, oh, but yeah, I could be Aphex, wrong. Aphex, um, his one secret SoundCloud. I don't know. I forget a lot of, I, I haven't, I haven't been in my super Aphex phase in a minute, but I still listen to his stuff like daily. Mm. Do you have like a favorite track, favorite album by Aphex One? Um, oh, probably Flem. That's like my favorite song by him. That or uh, fuck, what's it called? That uh, Lichen or it's like Vorb Hobson. I kind of forget the name. You know what I'm talking about? It's the, off. It's off Dirks. Like the I was gonna say second. The names of his tracks are not easy. No, they're not. Especially the Dirks album, like. I love a bunch of the songs on there, but I could not pronounce those, like, ever. 
<laughs> do you like like the I'm, I'm trying to think about it i think it is his i think it was an ep like he had the come to daddy ep i don't necessarily like yeah that that's song. come to daddy it's really intense it's a i've right. i've gone more behind it because a lot of the little sound design stuff but that song is super harsh that ep though has phlegm and that's like my favorite song it's so nice i was gonna say i think my favorite by him actually is on that ep and it would be uh i don't know if it's is us but i think it's just izus Oh, IZUS, yeah, that song's amazing, yeah. That little that little intro clip, the stop making that big face is so cool. <laughs> I've used that, I've I've put that in front of so many songs, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't do this. Like, that's just stealing. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's it's almost like, um, I don't know, I, I think I heard, I think I showed something you made to a friend and had that on like the intro and he was like, he just looked at me, he was like, did he just, lift this apex twin intro i think it was uh did i put that i think it was on some beat that i was selling that i put out there i think i put it on or i put it on something else i don't remember but like that intro is so cool i was like i have to use this i love i love all apex twin it's just it's so nice you can't go wrong with like selected works of ambience ever I mean, like, even his new stuff, like, I guess, like, the last new thing I heard by him was uh, the T69 claps, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy that after all this time, he's still making, like... Yeah, and he's still yeah. just, like, doing his thing, and he's he's so cool to me because he does not give a... That's, he's, like, one of my biggest inspirations about him is just because he does not... He genuinely doesn't give a shit about everything, like... There's a lot of people who say, like, oh, I don't care about the numbers, like, humbling, but he really doesn't care. He's like, I'll put out music, I guess. Like, maybe people listen to it. I just kind of, like, making my own thing. And I respect mm. him so much for it because that's just so cool. I'm trying to think about it. Uh, I think my friend was telling me about, like, a... Uh, it would have been, like, a Fortet alias. Um, and I kind of get that same vibe from that. It's, like, this weird collection of symbols. I'm going to try to find it. <laughs> yeah, no... That's dope. I, I I don't think I've heard about that. So yeah, I I this I could be wrong. This could not be what he was talking about. But I'm pretty sure. Let me just paste this in our. Uh, I'll paste this in on Discord. All right. Let me see. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. Wait, is this him? I'm pretty sure that's Fortet, which is actually crazy. Oh Fortet. Yeah. No, I love this artist. Their their stuff is so cool. They're like um, I I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's like kind of like house stuff right it's very nice i love it yeah that is fortet that's an alias okay 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 i wasn't sure who it was because i just i i remember so how i found out about them is someone was listening to it on discord and i just saw the text and i was like what the fuck and then then i went and listened to it and yeah i was gonna say in a weird way like i'm sure like the text was like meant to make the profile super obscure but mm-hmm. I think it just ended up making it blow up because anybody who sees it is like, what the like, what's going on? Yeah, everyone who sees it is just like, huh, it's genius though, and that music is super good too. I don't think, I don't think he's released anything new on that in a while though. Yeah, Let maybe maybe something soon. Twenty twenty. There's a bunch of artists that we still like. I'm I'm expecting to drop this year eventually. Like. I, especially like Tyler and Kendrick, I feel are gonna drop something this year. I mean, I think I think Kendrick is probably about time. Um, yeah, 
as far as Tyler goes, it's gonna be hard for Tyler to top what he <laughs> to top what he did. That is true, but you know Tyler, like that was the same thing I thought when Flower Boy came out. It's like there can't be any more. Like this is like God tier, and then here we go, something like equal level. You, th- you think also, e- Igor is equal level? I think Igor is better. I think that they're equal level because there's well there's a, there's a um there's like a a nostalgia feel with Flower Boy because Flower Boy was that moment in like middle school where I went from like I'm an average kid to holy fuck I love indie music and I'm special now, <laughs> like that was me. And then Igor, I remember listening to and I was like this shit is like legendary. But I don't know. I find them both equal. I do, I do agree with you slightly, though, that Igor's a bit better. I was going to say, I think, like, Flower Boy, a lot of people like it because it's nostalgic. Like, that's something I've mm-hmm. heard from a lot of people when they talk about um, Flower Boy. But, like, Igor, as far as, like, the like the album sonically, mm-hmm. like, I think it's just, it I think it's just so overall well. better. Yeah, I think it, and I th- also think it's more cohesive. Yeah, no, I feel you. It's it's a great album. But why I think that Tyler's going to drop is I've got two main reasons. So Tyler drops every two years. Right, of course. And, and then also, Tyler lately has been like, there's been kind of a stop on tours, and then it's picked back up recently mm. where he's doing a bunch of tour stuff. And you know, who knows, man? It's a right. sign. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I would definitely be super excited because I, I really am wondering how how you can top igor i think that's probably if i had to choose that's probably like i was gonna say that's probably like in my top three albums of all time would be igor igor i it's definitely in my and i take this to no offense but it's like top 15 probably no i mean your music taste isn't my music taste so my music taste is everywhere uh, it's yeah. a, it's an amazing album. I I still remember it. I remember waiting for that album, and I was like, I I remember though. So I don't. When was this? So two years ago. So I was. Okay, so I was in middle school, and I remember being scared of what my friends were gonna think of it because it wasn't like rap music, and I remember mm. like, oh my god, all my friends are gonna hate it. Like they're gonna think it's like <laughs> joke music. And then I remember going to school next day, my, all my friends were, like, fucking in love with it, and I was, like, so happy. Because at the time, I was the only kid who really listened to, like, that indie-ish, kind of, like, like chill-style music mm. with, like, the nice chords. So hold on, my dog is barking. My dog's snoring, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. But, Are you, so you're talking about Flower Boy? Yeah, yeah. Or, or no, yeah. That's what, I'm talking about Igor. Like, the day it dropped, I remember being, like, oh, my God, like... I don't know if my friends are gonna like this. I think they're gonna think it's like dumb, but then that, they all love it. Was the, and I was like, awesome. Yeah, that that was the thing to be about Igor is like it was all new sounds. Like, mm-hmm. like I I can't even think of like another another hip hop album that w- does sound like that or ever could. Like, mm-hmm. if you're talking about trying to recreate sounds, like if you imagine trying to recreate that album. That's like impossible. <laughs> you can't right. do that. <laughs> yeah, Dude, exactly. Synth, Tyler's synth style is is actually just insane to me because I've seen people like try to break it down and they just can't do it fully. I don't I don't know exactly what his equipment is, but the stuff that he uses is like it's amazing and how he can do it is amazing. I don't know if it's his equipment as much as it is his technique because he's been doing yeah. it I guess since oh man, like he was like he was just starting to blow up when I was in middle school, so it would have been like 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he would have been like 17, 18. Yeah. When he, I, when he Tyler's started that technique style. too is why a lot of people don't like can't recreate it is because do you know he uses do you know the DAW reason? Yeah. He uses reason, which like nobody uses. And that's how he can get a lot of because here's the thing about reason. Reason is, in my opinion, a terrible DAW. Except <laughs> those who know how to use it, like, do you know Igloo Ghost? I don't. Yeah. Oh my god, hold up. I gotta send you this link for EDM yeah, stuff. Fuck, hold up. Just I, let me I'll just text you the name. Igloo okay. Ghost. You gotta you gotta check this out after. He's like one of another one of my huge inspirations. He's f- insane. Mm. But um Igloo Ghost and Tyler both use reason and those two know how to use it to a T and they can make the most insane shit ever. Like actually amazing stuff. Mm. And it's it's and scary to me. Have you ha- I'm going to actually look at the interface cuz it's been a long time. It's kind of how I felt about uh what's it called? About Ableton. It's 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 Ableton is like it's like Ableton. Okay. Most DAWs, oh sorry, my shit peaked. Most <laughs> no, DAWs like look the same-ish from Ableton like Ableton Logic, Reason, uh Reaper, I don't know any others. Um, I would argue that Logic looks good though. They, they all look good, but they all look pretty similar in design. Except FL yeah. is, like, totally different. <laughs> but Reason yeah. is just... It's so wonky, and it's weird, and I've used it a few times, and it just... Because I've used Ableton and Logic a fair bit, and I'm like, they're, they're solid. But, like, mm. Reason, it's, it's, it's buggy, and it's got problems, and how it works, it's super weird. And I don't know how these people can do it. But props to them, because it's, like, crazy to me. I'm just looking at the interface and it looks super ugly to me, but like it's that, terrible. I, I was gonna say, in a way, like my my capacity to produce with things other than FL has been ruined because like the UI and the graphics on FL mm-hmm. Studio are just so like leagues better. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I remember uh, reading something that one of the devs of FL Studio said, and it's like they were trying to create something that looked like almost like a like a video game, and that was just like mm-hmm. fun to like play around with. And they really succeeded in doing that. Yeah. Because, yeah. FL's, like, it's so easy to pick up, too. It's so, mm. like, it's the only thing that sucks about FL is just because of how different it is. Because you're going to, in at least in production, you're going to want to know how to use Ableton. And just, like, any other kind of DAW. Because most other DAWs pretty much do the same thing, except FL. Like, all right. of them pretty much have similar structure. Except FL is, like, super different. But FL is just so easy to use, and it's, like, what I feel comfortable with. Right. FL is, like, it's just so amazing. It's so easy to pick up, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I remember teaching somebody who had, like, no knowledge of, like, sequencing. Mm -hmm. I I think that's something that FL does exceptionally well, is, like, a great way to teach people sequencing. Yeah, yeah, it's... Just it pretty much anybody could make like a solid beat out of it because if you're just able to load samples, it's so easy. And then also it's so it's just so simple to break down stuff too because the automations look so simple, all the patterns look so simple. Loading in samples is simple. It's just it's it's like it's amazing. <laughs> right, I'm trying to think about. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever actually been able to produce like a full track. 
with a da other than FL. Like yeah, I know I've I, tried. I've I've made one full like mix song in Ableton and it was pretty ass, but I did it. I was like, I do. Here's the thing about FL though. I do place a lot of my drums like I'm using Mixel uh, Mixel like Ableton. <laughs> like I uh, I don't really I use the patterns like a bit for hats and stuff, but I usually place down my kick and snare because I like desyncopating my drums a lot. And it also lets me add a lot of variation. Like, I just place the audio files in my kicks and shit. Mm. How much do you mess with, like, I don't know, like, swing? A lot. Like, a lot now. Like, I that, um, I used I to think. just do, like, standard. But when I do bounce tracks and stuff, I always desyncopate my, uh, my hats and stuff where it really has that, like, bounce to it where you can, like, bob your head. Because for, like, a trap beat, like, it's cool to be, like, I don't know, just, like, fully, like, no swing. But whenever you're making something that's, like, boom bap or something different, like, you have to have swing or it's going to be lame. Mm. I was going to say, because, like, the default, the, the way that everybody goes into, like, FL, especially if you're doing, like, electronic production mm-hmm. in any in any way, is, like, just to, like... uh. I don't know, just to like lay in drum patterns and then not adjust the swing at all. And everything's like super sterile. Like, I don't know, it sounds super robotic to me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's cool at first. Like there's a lot of beats where you don't really need swing. Like a lot of my songs didn't really have swing and they come out fine. Right. But like having swing within like a beat can add like a bunch. It can make Mm. it from like, like a standard beat to like holy shit <laughs> is there anything else that you would think i don't know is kind of essential to your production style at least <clears throat> well my style i don't know i always like uh i need i need a good kick and that's really hard for me i have like mm. three kicks that i rotate and mess with because i can never find the perfect kick I can find the perfect mm. clap and hats, but I can never find a perfect kick that just feels amazing. Even in your new pack? Oh, in the new pack, I got I put those three kicks there. I was I gonna put them say. In. I I got my kicks in. I got some other ones that sound cool, but like I, I I've been using for like the past few days, I've been mainly using my pack, except for like the noise like uh, the stuff with serum. I've been mainly using mm. it for drums. I do think I like making a lot of my kits free but i do think eventually i might sell just some stuff for cheap and what i've been thinking kind of is i might put some stuff on like pay hit for like 10 bucks and then leak it myself just for fun i don't know why there's no point to it i'm just like losing there but why not because then nobody can leak it if i leak it honestly i mean like one way that you could do it is like you could set up i don't know if you would want to set up like a donation system but I, I think, like, the way that Bandcamp has a lot of things set up is, like, you just pay yeah, if you yeah. want to. I'm going to I'm gonna probably, I'm going to try streaming a bunch. Because I don't like making, like, I don't like selling stuff and, like, making money off little things. I like, that's why I like doing my kits for free is because I'm, like, people deserve drums for free. I'm not going to, like, charge you, like, right. $1,000 just for some kicks <laughs> and some snares. Right. Like, you, you should be able to make, I don't want to hear any more bad beats. I want you guys to make good beats and so use this <laughs> kit. How many like, how many I, bad beats do you hear a day, especially like I, with as many uh, with as much music as you listen to? Well, I mean, rarely any. 
I, really? I, I always give, like... And there's bad beats, and then there's people who need, like, who are asking for critique. I don't know. A lot of the people who... I don't really hear much bad beats anymore. A lot of the people who, like, ask me for advice have, like, improved a lot. Mm. Like, a lot of... Like, there's always, like, a new person, and I'm like, you gotta mix that. Like, that, that <laughs> like, hurts my ears. And right. then, but a lot of people I talk to, like the people on my server, like they're all hella talented and their shit sounds really good. Hmm. Is there any person on your server who's like music you, I don't know, you really enjoy listening to regularly? I know there's probably a few actually. Um, I listen to a lot of my friends' music. I listen to like my friend Fumi, Moles, like they're all my homies. Wonder, I don't know. I listen to a lot of the, like the, not a lot of my like like my music friends that I like listen to my music are in the server because I don't like bugging them. Because mm. I'm, I'm I've got a lot of connections with people, but I don't like being annoying. Like the only people who are in my server are like the close people that I can trust. The other people I I, I kind of just have connections with and we're chill, but like secretly I'm a big fan of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. It's it's cool like like a uh, Anko and like Kosu if you know who those guys are do you know like who yeah. like Naz Triant is Nazant yeah I do actually he he he's like we're like he's super chill and every time I talk to him he's like yo dude what's up and I'm like yeah you should do that like yeah this would be cool. it's like cool seeing you man and like secretly I'm like oh my god I'm such a big fan of this dude right no everyone I'm is sure... so nice though. I was going to say, like, on your server, like, I haven't met anybody just, like, I don't know, and it's crazy, because your server has a ton of people, so you would have expected, mm-hmm. like, you would have expected some uh, some trolling by now. Yeah, usually, like, I'm, like, if somebody comes in and they're trolling, I kind of go with it to, like, like to, to, uh, to, like, fuck with them trying to fuck with me. Right. So that they, like, if I, but usually everyone's chill. And if there is someone annoying, I'm just like, bye-bye, get out of here. Like, we don't like you. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't seen anything go terribly wrong. Didn't you do like no, a... No, we've been fine. I was going to say, I've seen your SpongeBob stream. I remember that. <laughs> that was cool. My, my, the only thing that went bad with that is midway through, it started lagging a bunch. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. But it went cool. And then after that, oh my God. I fr- so that night was crazy. My friend had a rave in their server and for some reason i had so much energy and i was okay first of all can i put you on like an artist real quick do you know who leroy is i don't think so you might recognize them because i'm gonna put this is do you know so you know delete zeke yes okay this music is insane but it is like my favorite artist of all time this (laughs) is your favorite artist it's one of them but there's shit like it's super loud so warning but okay. we were playing that, and I was just, like, turning up, and then I, like, the next day, I was just like, how did I have so much energy? What show is this from? All these covers? Uh, from Daria. Do you remember mm. Daria? It's, like, an old MTV show about this girl who's just, like, emo and depressed. That's pretty much it. The whole show, it doesn't even have, like, a punchline. It's just this punk girl who's just like, I hate life. <laughs> that is it. the punchline. Yeah, no, that, no, that's pretty much it. And then, like, Delete Zeke and Leroy, like, love it. I literally can't hear what you're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe later. It's, 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 it's wild shit, but another reason why I love it is just because as a producer, I love listening to, like, crazy shit to break it down mm. and, like, dissect it. 
Like a lot, like a lot of songs like this would just be like I'm just listening to like white noise that hurts. But as a producer, I'm like breaking down. I'm like, how would they do this? Like, what is that bass? How, how do they how do they make it hurt? Yeah, how did they make it hurt so good? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to if I if I had like a BPM clicker, I could maybe try. But I'm trying to think about what these BPMs are. They're they're not like too bad they're like 190 200 <laughs> i was crazy. gonna say i'm listening to the most recent one i would listen to oh my god they're oh yeah i forgot about that one i think my favorite one by them is um this i here i'll send you two these two are really good this one which is it's a mix of three songs a lot of their a lot of their songs also are just them mixing tracks Right. Like, this next one I'm sending is a NSYNC song that they, like, distorted the shit out of and then put comethazine on it. And it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, this is, like, <laughs> this is somewhat ear-destroying. It is, but it gets to a point where it's, like, ear-destroying and you're like, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, know. fun it's, that it's, you can't hear anymore. Yeah, it's it's crazy music. I I love a lot of Delete Zeke style stuff. Like their music right. is so cool to me. I love just how they produce and how they break down shit is like that's like astonishing. And that's why I'm spending just learning, learning, learning so I'm able to do that shit mm. soon. Because I'm able to make like I mastered making like a basic song and I'm like, "Okay, so how do I make crazy shit? How do I like go the next level?" I was going to say like this stuff is pretty this stuff is pretty neat like honestly like if you gave me a few thousand years i would probably like of all the things i would produce this would not be one of them like i wouldn't come up with this on my own i i really want to learn how they can do it and it's it's hard because it's not standard shit and do you know who cm is i think so yeah okay they that's another like bounce artist who does like insane like distorted shit and, like, I just am trying to learn how... Because, like, I know Serum, and I've made some crazy noises in it, but they can make, like, insane shit in Serum. Like, <laughs> actually, like, terrifying shit. And I'm trying to learn how to do that now. Because Serum, once you learn all the routing in Serum, like, it's endless. It's it's scary. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, let me even just look up... I was gonna say, what's the, what's the interface for Serum look like? It's been a while since I've even been. Producing. It's pretty. It's pretty standard though. Like all the like the beginning of Serum, it's two oscillators, then your keyboard at the right. bottom, your LFO, your your envelope, and it's like okay, like I can make some like simple sounds, and then when you go to Matrix and Global, it's like oh fuck, <laughs> what what's happening? I promise, like, the feds aren't going to come for you, but did you buy serum? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I Okay, I I bought FL, and I uh, I buy a lot of my drum kits, but, like, I crack all my stuff. And I want, I need to buy serum because my crack is a little funky, and serum is completely worth it. It's so good. But I don't have that money yeah, yet, I'm just say. waiting. Like, of all but, the like, plugins. But, like, Omnisphere is, like, fair game. <laughs> Omnisphere isn't Omnisphere like two thousand dollars? It's it's five hundred and let me tell you, cracking Omnisphere was like disabling a bomb. I it literally was like there was a timer that popped up at one segment where I had forty five seconds 
It was like That's a quick so time funny. event. It was like an hour long process of having to click things and putting codes. And it was insane. And it, it probably was the hardest thing I've ever cracked in my life. That's so funny. But I did yeah, it. Right. And this... let me tell you, it's not worth it. It's so eh. <laughs> Omnisphere? Yeah, it's it's not that great. It's It's got cool noises, but like... All you really need in life is serum and maybe like spire or me- no no do you know what you need you need serum and electrax and your life will be complete the stuff you can do with those is amazing how do you feel about flex like flex that's okay I've been messing with <clears throat> flex is really good i use it in the beginning it's just a lot of the noises are kind of just like stock like it has a lot of good noises but they can be stock. And the thing about Flex that I don't like is there's barely any, like, messing with it. Right. Like, a lot of the synthesizers I, I like, or VSTs I use, I like to be able to have, like, a decent amount of, like, message with. Because I don't like using, like, stock presets unless I'm able to, like, really mess with it. But if I need, like, a brass noise or just, like, a, a weird little pad, like, I'm just like, okay, I'll use Flex. <laughs> I was going to say, because I actually really appreciated that um fl added a new plugin because it had been a really long time actually Mm -hmm. yeah flex is flex is great i on all my old stuff like i just use flex all the time because it's just it's easy it's got good noises they're not like super stock it's got decent like effects and you can mess with it and like for beginning stuff and just like stock stuff it's great I was going to say, I remember like the first synth I tried to learn in FL Studio, and it was super counterintuitive actually to me. Was it was, Citrus? Uh, no, Citrus is actually a little bit easier than what I'm about to say. I, In Toxic my biohazard? opinion, anyways. No, Poison, actually. Oh my god, Poison? Okay, so my FL, I only have the, the $300 version. Okay. Which is not like the master, and I can't use Poison, but I've tried using Poison. Oh my god, it's terrible like i was gonna say to make sounds that sound good and poison can i one stock plugin though that i love is gms i could use g i still Mm. use gms it's so good the oscillators here's the thing about gms it's effects rack and it's oscillators are just so unique that it's amazing like i actually love gms like the uh the flange that you can get on that on your like leads and stuff is amazing I, I definitely recommend like it's definitely not a beginner synth because it's pretty stinky looking it's ui is like mm, but for later in life like definitely try it out because it's fun i was gonna say i mean if you just create uh what i remember doing when i was trying to learn it which is kind of funny because it's actually the opposite of how <laughs> you're supposed to use it um i remember just creating an automation clip on the um i don't know what that thing is you know like the little target on it yeah, that's the that's the effects level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just remember doing that and then just playing different keys and then just moving it around. Yeah, no, that's that's always fun to do. Like it's it's got the same effects as Effector, which let me okay. So a lot of stock like FL plugins, like the synths can be like meh, they're okay. Do you know they're uh, wait? I won't get off topic again. But a lot of the like effects plugins for uh, FL are like amazing. Like, they could last you forever. Like, parametric EQ, limiter, maximus. um, Are you a Grossbeat fan? Oh, I love Grossbeat. I haven't been using Grossbeat much lately, but I have, like, my own custom bank for Grossbeat. 
with all my own like little stuff and I use that a lot. Do you have a, f uh, I'm trying to think about what it's called. It's like one of their deleted plugins. I'm pretty sure it was, um, Ooh, it might, I want to say it's Fruity Blood Overdrive, but I'm going to see if I can... Oh, Fruity Blood Overdrive. Um, was that the, like, was that the one where it was, like, four, like, knobs? Not the pedals? Yeah, it the pedals oh, one? it's five knobs with a preamp okay, in yeah. the middle. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That one, okay, a lot of the Fruity, like, distortion things, like, I kind of just use, like, the EQ to distort stuff and Soft Clipper, right. or I use, like... Fast distortion or sausage fattener, but um, mm. like overdrive and like uh hardcore, they can get like really cool effects, but I don't really use them. Mm. They're they're fun though. They're fun ones. I use a lot for my distortion. I use Saturn by a Fab Filter because that can make really really punchy like fun sounding eight oh eights. I'm trying to look and see if there's any other plugins there's which one i was i was about to when i was saying like i'm not gonna go off topic is there's what's it called harmless there's harmless and uh harmer whatever it's called and those two they're really good synth they're not fun to learn but i have a friend who is like a master at those and he's really into recreating uh like famous noises like he's super into um like old ps1 racing games so he uses that mainly for getting that authentic, like, PS1 sound. And he also, like, creates all the, like, intro noises for, like, Dreamcast, like... Right. Uh, PS1, PS2. I think the Saturn, but the Saturn is, like, the most basic noise. Has anybody discovered a use for, um, Sakura yet? Uh, it's... It's all... It's actually, like, not the worst thing ever. It's... It's, eh... It's got cool, like, kind of, like, bass leads, but I never use it. It's just kind of, hmm. I was going to say, I've never found a reason why I, should, why I would use it. I can't believe people, like, still use 3-OSC. Like, it's good, but, like, <laughs> it's so limiting. Like, just, you got to get Serum. Well, Serum well, is actually kind of hard. You got to get, like, just get, like, massive. But I was going to say, something about 3-OSC uh, is, like, when you're... If if you want to learn how, how like analog synths work at the most basic level, mm -hmm. like how to actually like mix waves, like it's probably the best way to do it, honestly. Yeah, three osc is like free. No, no, you got you got a point. Like for a beginner learning like synth sound design stuff, like you have three oscillators and oscillator. Yeah, you got three oscillators and you can kind of mess with it. Have fun, and I've heard like. People have made, like, insane shit out of it. Like, with just some, like, right. basic, like, effects added. Like, people can really make stuff on that, and it's scary. I was going to say, and it's, like, all super basic, like, waveform manipulation. So, like, mm -hmm. in that respect, I totally get it. Because I don't know if I would have ever learned, like, in principle how waveforms work without 3 os. Yeah. I, I definitely, though, for anybody learning sound design, just pick up... Uh, pick up what's it called serum like it's mm. it's harder i know it's a oh no no you know what actually is free use vital what? vital is great vital is serum but a little bit more and it's totally free i just don't use it because i'm so used to serum but v-i-t-a-l is like a, it's a totally free plugin uh it's got like unlimited sound design it's like serum but just more so it's you're saying it's better than serum 
I could say it's better. It I would say it's better than serum, because it has more. But I'm just so used to serum. And serum's kind of like a universal plugin because everybody right. uses it for synthesize. That and also everyone's just super like used to serum. That it's just like if you can stick with serum. If not though, definitely check out Vital because it's it's got what serum has and it's great for sound design. It's super easy. It, it's got like all the same like uh, graphics as serum. Mm. And yeah, does it have an extra? Does it have an? I'm trying to see if it like has an extra oscillator. I, I think, think it, it does, does have an extra oscillator. I it, it I think it's like controllable how many oscillators you want. There's another oh, one really? that I still need to check out. Well, how Vital works though is there's a free version where you get like three oscillators, three like four LFOs, but there's a paid version where it's literally like you can just keep adding oscillators till the end of time. <laughs> there's another one though that people really like, which is Pigments by Arturia. <laughs> And I need to check that one out. I know that, uh, what's his name? I don't remember, but a lot of people use pigments because it's another one that's literally just like bottomless oscillators and automating effects. But I don't know what the incentive to have bottomless oscillators is once you get past like three that's or true. four. There's no point, but there is sometimes a point for like bottomless LFOs because mm. the it, it'll probably get to a point where it's just like white noise, but right. like... There's sometimes where it's kind of upsetting that you, for like the most complex bases, if you only have like, if you need one more LFO for serum, which is like rare, but having that extra is like, hey, I don't know. Vital is also just amazing though, because it's free and it's like totally good. Hmm. Another one that's kind of, there's there's three other plugins that are my go-tos. And there's one, and it's, uh, what am I talking about? It's Massive. Massive is great. Oh, yeah, Massive. It's so confusing at first because it's, it's weird and it's got all these little knobs. But pay, once you learn Massive, like, the noise you can make is, like, really nice. Like, that's I, the I Native Instruments one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. The other one is Electra X, which Electra X's sound design is... Kind of eh. It's it's really well. It's actually it's really good, and there's a lot of very like EDM-y synthy noises you can make with Electra X that are fun. And the last one is Spire, which I'm pretty shit with Spire, but from what I've heard, people make with Spire like it's amazing. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just like looking through my plugins now. It's been it's honestly yeah. been a while. Like I just opened FL just to like check out your pack mm -hmm. after I after I put it in, but. Like, I honestly haven't I, produced I've, in a I've while. I have a stupid amount of plugins. I, I've got all the main plugins, and there was, like, a few months ago where it's just, like, let me discover, like, the not-known synth. And now right. I've got, like, synths, like, search up hypersonic VST and look at this thing. It's, like, so crusty. How I found out about it is from Icy Twat. There was some, like, right. I don't remember. He It was some video from, like, years ago where he's, like, hey, check out this plugin. It sucks, but check it out. <laughs> This is so funny. I was just gonna say that this thing looks old. Yeah, no, it's 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 very crusty, but it's kind of cool. I was gonna talk about there's another plugin by so first of all, Xfer makes Serum. Xfer is like amazing. They make Serum and OTT. OTT is like the best compression thing. Serum's like favorite synthesizer. They've got this plugin called Cthulhu, and it's for making complex ARPs. And I've been using it a bunch lately because it's so cool sounding. Like, let me, let me show you one of these. Hold on. Like, the kind of stuff you can make with it is, like, actually insane. 
Here we go. Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Here we go. Take this one. I made some like very dead mousey sounding synth, and I was like, yeah. But that was like it's a it's. I'm pretty sure that that was like a seven four ARP style, mm. and it was super complex, and it came out like super crazy. This is neat, actually. This is this is an older one, but this one was where I used a lot of just like dropping sound design stuff and that one ARP, and it's oh god, I need to use Cthulhu more. I'm gonna use it for a song eventually because it's so crazy. I was gonna say, I actually even just in this little snippet, I kind of like the the progression. Yeah, yeah, it's it was super. I mean, this one was like super stock and basic, but I'm definitely gonna do something like this in the future where it's like. It's like piano and then it like drops into like the arp and then some like bass and it's like I was gonna say it it kind of just flowed like I didn't even realize what was happening until it was yeah yeah it's it's super nice and especially with that was me automating the uh the loudness of the arp so it was like it was like thunk, 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 and then it got really loud where it's like open <laughs> and sharp and that's just it's right. just so fun to do hmm Serum is definitely one of my favorite plugins. It's just there's it's it's actually like endless possibilities with it. So Serum's your favorite? Pretty yeah, Serum's definitely my favorite right now because it's I can do just anything with it. Like you can make very synthy noises and you can also recreate like very like acoustic sounding noises because I found ways to um there's a lot of little strategies to this to make like an old sounding like Wurlitzer Rhodes. Where there's like there's a there's a noise button, so every time you pl- press, there's like a little click, and whenever you press mm. harder, it becomes a little more harmonic sounding, and there's like a little bit of background grit, and it's really nice. Mm. There's so much you can do with Serum, just because everything you can route everything to an LFO, and you can automate everything, and it's like. Crazy. It's crazy how much you've learned about FL Studio, like. Y- you said like you've literally like learned this over the past year just with FL. <laughs> yeah, I I only have been using FL since like last August, but that's it's pretty much just been like my only focal point in life. Not really, but it's mainly what I've been doing, like just learning new things daily. And a lot of the past month has just been like, I want to try making the most complex shit in Serum ever, mixed <laughs> with like sound design stuff that I make. And like all those little like like whooshes and like those were all made by me using like just like the noise filter and Hmm. automating stuff. And that piano, I don't think that piano was not. I didn't make that piano, but I added some effects to it. But still, I've I've been working on lately. What's really hard with Serum is making like acoustic sounding noises. Right. I mean that's hard with any. I was gonna say I think that's hard with any digital plugin. Mm Hmm. But I, I'm I'm learning it slowly, and it's it's all about just like getting perfect, and it, 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 I don't know. It's it's all just learning, and once you learn serum, like shit is endless. It's so fun. Yeah, who knew your mom was gonna change your life? But uh... <laughs> I know, like my mom, like my mom made me spend three hundred dollars, and at the time I was like a middle schooler. It's like why I I had so much money saved over like my entire childhood. And it went into this one moment, and then it was like, okay, well, this actually worked. Holy shit. Right. And that's yeah. the good thing about having, like, normal FL, is because I never have to worry about it, like, bugging out and crashing with it being, like, a crack. And, yeah. Right. And I can also update it. I need to buy normal serum soon. I don't have... 
that producer money yet. But I've got a lot of connections, and now that I'm off school, like, over the summer, it's just going to be cooking up every day and sending people stuff. Yeah. Just grinding out for money. Yeah, pretty much. I became a bunch of people's, like, primary producer, and Jesus, oh, primary neat. producer, and they yeah. pay me, like, a, a good amount, so it's like, yes, let's do this. Hmm. And no, that's, I'm gonna. That's I'm definitely gonna get. I'm gonna get full serum first. After that, I'm gonna try to get a synthesizer. Mm. <laughs> You're tired of crack serum. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about crack serum is like, <clears throat> it eventually will just kind of stop working, and I gotta re-enter my activation key. It'll just be like an error occurred, and I gotta close and open. But this happens like every like five different like times I shift the preset. And then also sometimes the thing will just go corrupted and the entire project will go fucky. And that's what happened mm. to the uh, the around the world thing is that it all got corrupted. And I could possibly fix it, but I also just kind of lost ideas for that. Mm, I get you. Mm. But yeah, Serum is like crazy. I've also been making my own 808s in Serum lately. Like half of the 808s in the kit were made in Serum. Hmm. Sorry, I was yeah. drinking water there. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> I was gonna say it was probably an awkwardly long pause. No, no, that's cool. I get it. I like. I just. Uh, I love talking about serum. I could go on. I love just talking about any music stuff, and I could just go on forever. So this has been like a field day for me. No, it's all like it's all good. Like I know, like probably some people are gonna like listen to like half of this, and then then by the time they get into like the FL Studio talk, it's just gonna be like, what what is going on? <laughs> There's, there's a lot of fun stuff. I will give you... A, I don't remember the exact steps, but do you know how to, like, do text-to-speech in Serum? Where you can make Serum actually, like, make wavetables that say words? No, I don't. There's... I forget how you do it. There's some command within the uh, the wave creator where... And I've been messing with it lately. It sounds really shit, and I want to mess <laughs> with it a little because it's fun. But there are ways where you can, like, pretty much, like, uh, press a note and it text-to-speech says something in a wavetable that's super strange yeah it's, it's it's cool there's a lot of little things in serum that are crazy right i mean right. that like that's how it is with i think like every plugin yeah mm-hmm. like really if I you get good learn. enough you could make a whole song off of one yeah. synth yeah pretty much i use like serum for all my stuff and i use like I don't know i use massive still i've been using serum for my sub now but massive has this one sub preset called apologize this and it's my favorite sub ever i use mm. it in like everything and I, I tweak with it a lot but it's like the best sub ever it's so nice have you got anything else on your mind um not right now i do want to what was it i've just been like looking for like obscure vsts again lately and that's how i found hypersonic and there a lot of these vsts look like shit but there are some really like cool noises and that's how uh the old version of warmth happened is i was just going through this really ugly vst and i found this one note or this one <laughs> preset and i was like whoa oh my god this is amazing right thanks so much for talking to me like i know this is like a pretty hefty chunk of your day at this point no yeah, no no this was fun thank you for having me dude it was honestly fun because i don't get to talk about fl like a lot of my friends uh like in real life don't know 
much if anything uh, about it. That's same with me. Like I've got I've got some music friends, but like I I don't have any IRLs that like do music. So right. It, when I get and I've tried talking about like some sound design stuff, and they're all just like, "Shut up! This is boring." <laughs> but any time I'm like able to talk about sound design stuff, it's like, "Wee! It's amazing!" Right, right. No, I mean like I I think what's important is like even when I'm gonna go back and like edit through this like mm-hmm. your enthusiasm is honestly the most important part like i'm sure you've heard, like when you've gone on youtube to learn about something in sound design you've found some like person who's like monotonely talking about yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah, i yeah. do want to start making i might make videos slightly in the future or i do want to do streaming for beat making which i've done before and it's fun I give off little mm. tips as I go because let me just tell you a majority of YouTube producers suck they're terrible they're hard right. to watch like nah, if you google real. like how do I sidechain you're gonna find eight videos of 15 year olds that like want to die and they're just like so you take this and you route it <laughs> right. to this and it's right. bad that's what I'm saying though that's what that's what's kind of refreshing to hear somebody talking about producing in like a not mm-hmm. a not boring way yeah there's also you can never find like I I will say this there's never gonna be like on YouTube like really good serum tutorials like there's gonna be videos explaining how to do it but mm. there's you're definitely gonna want to watch like a producer you like or just talk to someone to actually learn how to do like crazy noises like a lot of the people who I let me like or teach me serum are like I um I'm part of this Patreon called the Lux Cash and what it is it's run by Kai Whiston, uh Igloo Ghost, the dude I told you about. Right. And some other very experimental producers and they give all their little tips of how to make like the craziest serum patches and that's how I learn <laughs> and do all my producing shit. Hmm. That's how you that's how you really got started. Yeah, let me I also I want to give one tip for if you're trying to learn production watch a streamer do it like watch one of your favorite producers stream and just kind of monkey see monkey do what they do because that's how i learned a lot of my prodding is from like naz i would watch him stream and then when he would do something i'd just be like i'm gonna do exactly this and then you kind of start to understand it and just watching producers do their thing is a great way to learn production Mm. no that definitely makes sense even if you don't know what they're doing, just kind of copy what they're doing, and then you'll be like, huh, I just made this crazy sound. And sometimes you do it wrong, and then you make something crazy, and it's like, whoa, what, what is this? This is cool. It's, it's, it's very fun learning about music. Like, a lot of people are like, this is going to be boring learning music stuff, but it's fun because you have a bunch of happy accidents where you create a lot of new stuff. Because a lot of my right. strategies and, like, producer things... Or just accidents or me doing things that other producers did wrong. And then I was like, whoa, I like this. And I'm going to keep doing it now. Thanks for listening. We've got one more bonus episode planned for this summer. And it should be a good one. As for this episode, with any questions or comments, feel free to email industryplant at industryplant.co. See you later this summer.